I got great news, guys. Oh. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thank you very much, Jack. Nice to see you guys, too, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy news update. Let's hit the live action, fellas, as my boy Yang would say. One live game in progress. Game one of the double dip. Houston leads Chicago one to nothing. We're in the top of two. Cease versus Granke live line. Houston minus 630. The White Sox plus 385. Total nine and a half. Helmet gate might finally be over, and thank God. It seems Antonio Brown's ongoing fight to wear a helmet that's no longer approved by the NFL is nearing an end. Brown's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, said they've located the Raiders' wideouts' preferred shut air advantage helmet model that have been manufactured within the past 10 years, and they're now working on them getting certified and cleared for game usage. Although the league banned uh, Brown's preferred model, the league will let him wear the helmet if he can find one that's less than 10 years old and one that fits properly. The seven-time Pro Bowler addressed the issue as he returned to Oakland Raiders training camp today. He walked into practice with his agent by his side this afternoon, and of course, Hard Knocks cameras were rolling. The 31-year-old Brown also says he expects his foot issues and frostbitten feet to be healed and ready for week one of the regular season versus the Denver Broncos. The All-Pro has been absent for most of Raiders camp dealing with the helmet and feet issues. The Indianapolis Colts could be dealing with a growing and scary problem with their star quarterback. Colts owner Jim Ursay confirmed that Andrew Luck's absence from training camp is due to a bone injury in his left lower leg. Ursay did not give specifics on what bone is ailing Luck. Luck also has been hampered during training camp due to pain in his calf region, so not just one injury here. The 29-year-old star quarterback isn't expected to participate in joint practices with the Browns this week, according to head coach Frank Reich. It's more likely Luck is also going to miss Saturday's Week 2 preseason game against the Cleveland Browns. He was out of the opener as well. Russell Wilson into football, and now the other type of football awaits the star quarterback. The Seahawks pivot, and his wife's Sierra bought a minority stake of the MLS's Seattle Sounders today. The NFL establishing a social justice and entertainment partnership with rapper Jay-Z and his agency Rock Nation. They will contribute to the NFL's Inspire Change program, a social activism campaign that involves players around the league. Rock Nation is also going to co-produce the halftime Super Bowl show and select entertainers that will appear on NFL stages throughout the year. WNBA, the suspended five players for their parts in a fourth quarter brawl Saturday night between Phoenix and the Dallas Wings. League's leading scorer, Brittany Griner, that Baylor star, she drew, draws the biggest blow with a three-game ban. Griner's suspension is for throwing punches and escalating an incident with wings forward Kayla Thornton. The Boston Red Sox, a starter-turned-reliever, Nathan Eovoldi, could start tomorrow night against the Cleveland Indians in Cleveland. Charlie Manuel, old man Charlie, he's still working. He's replaced John Melly as the Philadelphia Phillies hitting coach. The 75-year-old current uh, former manager, Manuel, is currently acting as a team's advisor in Philly. The Phillies sit nine games back of the first place Atlanta Braves in the East, and they're two games out of the second wild spot in wildcard spot in the National League. Former MLB pitcher Kurt Schilling thinking about throwing his hat into the political ring. He's considering running for a U.S. Congress seat in Arizona against one of the five state Democrats. Let's take a look at tonight's MLB pitching matchups and betting lines. We got four at 7.05. Baltimore taking on New York. Yankees minus 310. Means versus Herman, total 10.5. Cincy and Washington, that's minus 135, 10 and a half. Wood versus Ross. Cubs minus 135 at Philly, 10 and a half. Quintana versus Vargas. Texas laying 35 cents at Toronto. Lynn versus Pannon, total nine and a half. A trio at 710. We got Boston laying 15 cents at Cleveland. Good one here. Sale versus Clevenger, eight is your total. Seattle and Detroit, the Tigers minus 169. Kikuchi and Boyd. Dodgers minus 215 against the Fish, eight and a half. 
Cindergard, uh, Gingergard, yeah, Gingergard. May gets the call for the Dodgers. Yamamoto for the Marlins, 720 Mets and Braves. Braves thing, 30 cents, nine Wheeler and Freed, two at eight, 10 Milwaukee and Mini Brewers, 65 cent favorites, 10 Perez and Anderson. Astros game two, Houston minus 380 against uh, the White Sox, Cole versus Nova. St. Louis minus 260 at KC, Flaherty and Sparkman, nine and a half. 840 action, Arizona minus a buck 30 at Colorado, Gallon and Gray, 13 year total. 945 Oakland at San Fran. It's a pick'em. Eight Anderson versus Bumgarner. 1007 Pittsburgh at the Halos. Angels minus 179 and a half. Williams and Canning and Tampa laying 25 cents at San Diego. Eight McKay and Lauer. I'm Cam Stewart. Stick around, everybody. Dave Morenci hosts Hour One of Red Heat Rage Radio. Hey, we're gonna have a lot of fun today on the show, and uh, yeah, we'll talk everything from horse racing to baseball and everything in between. Stick around. Red Heat and Rage Hour One coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions are Red Heat Radio, Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Sports Grid, iHeart are doing it, everything else uh, in between. I am Marenzi. Let's uh, do this thing. We're throwing it down at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook, Meadowlands uh, Racetrack, and it's a uh, surly uh, crowd uh, here uh, this afternoon. Uh, things are starting to quiet down a little bit, and uh, there'll be a, a new wave of uh, the um, the regulars, the, the nightly uh, regulars, the night the night crew, we should state. All right, so our regulars, I don't know, man. We've got too many trades going on, and as the commissioner, I need to put my foot down. And um, uh, the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart uh, is back. All right, that's good. What's going on, Cam? What's happening, Maretze? Yeah, I was uh, up north with my brother's kids, and, man, these kids are killers. I, I feel bad for the kids. They're going to be hurting playing sports. They're already uh, 15 years old, Gabe. The kid's 6'4". Like, he's a little bit like he reminds me of the Diaz brothers, real nasty and lean. And I'll say this. I went fishing for the first time in 20 years, and I even caught a few, just a few perch, really small. But, hey, still got it. It would have been nice to catch something to bring home to eat, but it's nice to get back to the outdoors, something I don't do. So did you uh, – yeah, I brought that up, actually, when you were out there. I said, Cam's not much of an outdoorsman. I said he's more of a booze man uh, than an outdoors <laughs> Uh, man, uh, but so you did some fishing. Did did you eat the fish that yeah. you caught, or did you throw it back? No, no, I got a Marazzi. Too small, too small. I, like they were like little perch. Like if I would have cut them open and served them for dinner, like I probably would have got arrested by the nature police. Too small, too small. My brother caught one that we could eat, but he threw it back. But uh, he's good. He's a he's a real outdoorsman, not like me. I'm city bear. You know what I mean? Urban. Uh, but it was nice to get out to the fresh air. I'll tell you, it was very very nice. And I actually had one day for the first day of my life uh, this year where I didn't gamble on sports on Thursday, my travel day. But then uh, I found a way to get to Wi-Fi a little bit later out on the outskirts and made some bets over the after uh, over the weekend and had a little piece of Patrick Reed, which kind of uh, salvaged the weekend, Marenzi. That was nice. So that was the first day in, in a long time that you didn't bet at all? Probably years, I'm thinking, because even we bet on the All-Star game, right? If there's nothing else on, we find something ways to bet. I don't know the last time you've had a day where you actually haven't made a bet. I can't remember, but Thursday was the only day I was going to make bets. I'm like, you know what? I'm dr- I'm traveling up here. I'm driving. It's like four hours. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to hang out with the family tonight. And then uh, the next day I bet again. But uh, I took a day off, which is small progress. Well, you know, 
No, you know what? I have actually. There's been, there's actually been quite a few Sundays uh, this year where I haven't placed a bet. Sundays have uh, wow. been an off day for me. Probably, yeah, you know, probably about fifty percent of the Sundays actually can. Wow. You know, wow. I, didn't well, know that. I should say no. I should say since the NBA was done. Like I remember okay. frantically trying to get in here on a Sunday night when the Raptors were playing in the finals. And uh, there was Summer Jam 97.7 uh, going on here, whatever the hell it was. I remember <laughs> <Summer> that. <laughs> Monster <Music> Summer <laughs> Jammer. Yeah. What's that, Yank? That's Hot 97 Summer Jam. Yeah, Hot 97, <laughs> exactly. 97.1. Oh, uh, point one. I like said 97.7. Sorry, 97.1. Is, is no, that like New, New Jersey's Carabana game? Is that like their no, little party no. or what? It's like 97, like the, the hip-hop, hip-hop station. Oh, okay. It's really popular. They have a yearly concert. Of course, that concert had to be the same night the Raptors were playing. (laughs) Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, game time. Transition. Rage on radio. I am uh, Marenzi. We're throwing it down here at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. Uh, we got uh, baseball on the board uh, right now, and uh, we did jump in uh, on this game. Uh, we took the Houston Astros parlayed uh, with the New York Yankees. Hundred dollars uh, pays back 170, so it's uh, it's in the minus 128, minus 130 uh, range. Really wasn't all that bad uh, when you consider it, uh, Cam. And you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens, uh, but I wouldn't be shocked if Houston and the and uh, Houston sweeps the doubleheader, and then the Yankees win tonight. So basically, Houston, Houston, Yankee. Uh, parlay uh, this evening. Yankees now 15 and two against the Baltimore Orioles this year. Yeah, they're crushing them. Uh, I went uh, well. I, I can cheer for you for one thing because I have the White Sox plus one and a half to plus 150. I couldn't believe you were getting that price back, so I took a shot. Uh, He's uh, pitched well in his last game. Uh, as for Granke, I prefer the Astros in the second game of this series with Cole going. Uh, so far, since Granke's been with Houston, you know they've been giving him run support, but I have not been impressed. It has a, maybe it takes him a few games to get acclimated, and it's actually hilarious how Sanchez, the pitcher that no one was talking about, has been fantastic in his two starts for Houston, where Granke has struggled. So we'll see what's happening. Yeah. It's one nothing uh, Houston right now. Yeah, I, you know, I'm I, I'm not shocked. You know, whatever happens now with Zach Granke, you know, the the Houston Astros, it's all about what he does in the playoffs for them, right? Correct. Yep. That's exactly. you know solely what it, what it comes down to. Similar to listen to Marcus Stroman. Uh, Stroman has pitched twice for the Mets. Has been good, but not great. They've won both times he's pitched, though. Right? Yep. But he hasn't delivered that shutdown performance. It's always been he gave up four runs. They came back. He gave up three, four, et cetera. Uh, and speaking of uh, the Mets, Mets and Braves tonight, uh, guys, Mets are back at it. And uh, we've been riding this, uh, the Miracle Met wave. And, you know, I talk about the synergy, guys, of the Mets. Um, the 1969 Mets, Cam. 
the, the Miracle Mets. It's the 50th anniversary. All right. And remember we were joking about how the Mets screw everything up. Remember like they nearly burnt down uh, St. Lucia yeah, on the 4th of July? That's, that was, uh, it was kind of bad. The shots were the Palm best. trees are on fire in the outfield. Like, Fireballs. Like, bam, bam. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It wasn't know, like a fire firework mishap. It's like, no, no, you nearly burnt the town down. Like, it was a hardcore fire. Trust me, I know. I know fire, man. I've had a few in my yeah, days. Yeah. Like, that wasn't like one. It wasn't like, all right, listen, fireworks went away. No, 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 no. Like. You had, a, you, had a, you had a catastrophe here. Um, yes. So, Cam, when they the, the Mets honored the 50th anniversary of the team this year, right? Uh, they yeah, did this like a month ago or so. They said two of the guys were dead. They're yeah, like, they're in memoriam, say a prayer and <laughs> yeah. say, you know, let's remember. They were sitting on the field, Cam. <laughs> hey, we're here. We're alive. <laughs> Did you believe that? No, like, that's the best thing about the Mets season. Is this yeah. is like a, you could write a, a story on the comedy of nonsense exactly. and the, like the burning the dead guys, and now all of a sudden, man, here they are. Like, what a story that would be from yeah, the, yeah. One, game, the one game out of the playoffs right now. One game out of the playoffs. We the were pitching the tonight too. They're a nice dog yeah. tonight. You know, they're getting twenty-five cents. Like people I'll are probably going to just line up and back back Max Freed. Freed's a good pitcher. Don't get me wrong, but. Zach Wheeler is a lights-out pitcher when he's on, so I'm going to give the Mets a long, hard look as a dog tonight. Uh, Freed's getting fried uh, tonight. Yeah, fried. Freed chicken. Freed's getting fried. Uh, the Mets are on a 15-2 and two run uh, right now in their last uh, 17 games. But so the, 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 the 1969 Mets cam, what made them the miracle Mets is, number one, they were crappy, and they never won before. Now, they've been in the league for like five, six years or something. You know what I mean? And then five years, something like that. They never won. They were crappy. Cam, they were 14 games out on August 14th, which is actually coming up, uh, coming up in a couple of days here. They were freaking 14 games out of first place, right? And there was no wild card in those days. So there were 14 games behind the Cubs. The Cubs used to be in the same division, and they ended up winning. They, up, they, they went like, I don't know, dude. They went like, they finished the season 18-1 and one or something like that. They went like crazy down the stretch. They basically never lost. They ended up going on to win the World Series. I'm looking right now here. The Mets were 14 games behind the Braves on July 22nd. After splitting their next two games, they've gone 15-2 and two, uh, since and then moved to within eight uh, games of the first place Atlanta Braves. Now, listen, I don't think they're going to catch the Atlanta Braves. For first no. place, I never said that. I said they're going to make the playoffs. I said they're going to be a wild card team, and we talked about it, it was plus two forty. Ah, that's not there anymore. Uh, oh, no. no, like people no. are on the Mets wax right now. <laughs> that's and, the thing. You know. Just quickly, I have to say something, and this is something like I don't know if we have to put this in the vault and let Yang play it, but kind of like how people have their morning prayers. We talked about this with Cleveland. We talked when they were da- when they were down uh, to Minnesota, and Minnesota when they were down to Cleveland. All these things. I yeah, know now Cleveland's happened. back, and Cleveland's gonna win. That's the <laughs> thing. Like you, you wanted to talk about middling opportunities. Oh my God! Like uh, seven to ones and eight to ones, and we both said it. Remember the Great Cup? Hey, why don't we just do this with the Argos? And that they go on and win the Great Cup as the craziest dogs there. Like we say a lot of things, but we don't really do it. And the ones that we do are usually like they, they blow up in our faces. It's like wow, man. I just yeah, wish yeah, the, uh, the futures that I play, they get swept yeah. in the first round. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's funny. We have the right ideas a lot of the time, but 
that's a beautiful thing about baseball in comparison to other sports. You can find that team because that's the thing, Gabe. You know, man, you follow, you've covered the Expos. You can get a team, you know, you grab a couple games in a week there. You get on a heater. You're only a few behind. Each week, you can only make up a half game and go a half, one, one and a half, two. Well, it goes on throughout the season. That's the beauty of it. That's what's amazing about the Mets. It's actually been two weeks now, so it's been 15 days since the trade uh, deadline and all that, all right? They were six and a half back on that Sunday. As of right now, they're one back, so they picked up five and a half games in two weeks, which isn't amazing. easy to do. Yeah, oh. it's not because there were a lot of teams ahead of them, but they're better than a lot of the teams ahead of them, and they're passing them, and Philadelphia's starting to panic now, although bringing in Charlie Manuel as the hitting coach I think might provide <laughs> a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a spark I for them. I, I, I know you love Charlie. I love Charlie Manuel as much as the next guy, but really, like old he Charlie, was yeah, yeah, I love old Charlie. He's my guy. That's what I'm going to look like when I'm older, right, Gabe? So, you know, I look at Charlie and I go, okay, he's an advocate for the team and he's doing some stuff. So now you're struggling, and you know, him hitting coach. He was a manager and all, but I got to be honest with you, I don't really think Charlie Manuel is going to help that much. I like the man, and I think the Phillies organization loves I him. Think, but listen, I'm not sure. I think he's there to take Kapler's job. <laughs> like, yeah, he might. Think, that's actually interesting. They might say, he gone. Charlie, ride yeah. this horse till the end, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're going to be like, you know what? Screw this analytics young dude. We're going back to a gut guy. Like, they're blaming yeah. everything on Kapler there. Kapler's going to get fired at the end of the year. So maybe they're, they, they're trying to talk manual and to just be the hitting coach now and, you know, take over again after. But we brought this up, me and Joe Ranieri this morning. We all laughed, same thing, when the New York Mets hired an 83-year-old pitching coach. They did the same thing. They fired their pitching coach like a month ago, and they hired Phil Regan. The guy's like 82, Cam. And I remember saying, like, how the hell is this guy going to show up to the park every day? Wow. He's 82 years old. They've been, they've been on a tear since. Yep. Age isn't uh, what it used to be, buddy. You know what I mean? It's like one of these things, and I – Baseball, it's kind, of, it's kind of refreshing. I look at it this way, Gabe. It's it's kind of like what you said. It's a total reversal. These sabermetrics and, and computer nerd guys, it's like it's great for all. But when it doesn't work, you're going to go, hey, we're going to bring back this old school guy, this guy, this guy. I don't care about his record, lefty versus right. This is what's happening here. And a lot of the time I find when you're overmanaging in a game that's tight, when you do it that way with sabermetrics, you lose pitching arms, and then you end up having your outfielder pitching in the 13th inning and stuff like that. Once in a while, you just have to have faith in your guys to get out, to get the job done. You know what I mean? It's just one of those situations. We'll see. We'll see. You talked to Ranieri about it in the morning. What's his take? Is he an old school guy or a new school guy? Uh, he seems to be more new school. Yep. And, and new, new school analytics. It works if you if you apply it, it does. properly. I agree. I agree. There has to be a fine balance, Cap. There has to be a, a middle ground. I think Greg Popovich um, uh, said it best. He said, "I don't ignore analytics, but I don't let it like control me." He sort of, you know, he uses what he what he likes from it. 
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. We're listening to the show. You get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. That's number one. Two, make a deposit. And three, place your first bet in DraftKings. will match it with a 50% bonus up to 500 clams. This offer is eligible for all users plus new users. Get a risk-free bet up to 200 bucks. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer is not going to be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Uh, thank, thank you very you. much, uh, Cam Stewart. Uh, back uh, with us after a couple of days in cottage uh, country. It's yep. uh, the, the Tuesday edition of the program. We're going to break down all the baseball games. Big man on campus will join us later. But uh, Mike Blewett joins us right now. But, you know, I'm not surprised that uh, Mike is a, uh, he's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Um, I thought you were, like, holding out uh, yesterday, Mike. Thanks for showing up to practice today and joining <laughs> us today. And thank, thank you very much. Thanks. I appreciate it. Sorry for the AWOL situation last night, but uh, obviously I'm thrilled to be here today, uh, and thank you for giving me the night off last night. Uh, no, no, uh, we appreciate uh, you joining us, uh, Mike. And uh, I think you have to get your priorities in order, but that's besides the point. Well. <laughs> That's you wouldn't be the first person to tell me that, Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> you get it from all sides, right? So, All right. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Good to have you, uh, Mike, here. Oh, I see you here. Katy Perry's Teenage Dream co-star accuses her of sexual misconduct. Correct. Yeah, like, I'm sure that's torture. Um, all right. So. Okay. Uh, I just want to get something, uh, bring this up, because uh, Kurt shot this down and said, Yeah. I said, this is something that you would like, Cam. I want I want Blewett's take on this as well. Blewett's a family man, takes yeah. the, the family out to dinner. Um, how do you feel? First off, how do you feel? We know how Cam feels. You're you're pro Olive Garden, right, Cam? I am. I love the unlimited breadsticks and salad, and I think uh, things are going so well there. You buy one dish and you get to take one home. I find the prices at Olive Garden satisfactory. I'm not just going to say you're a real Italian. I get it. It's mangia cake Italian. White people, Italian, but you know what? For what bang for your buck, I'm down with the Olive Garden. No problem with that uh, chain at all. Um, Mike Blewett, how do you feel about uh, the OG? The OG. Uh, I would say in general, it is difficult for somebody that is born and raised in New York City to sign off on something like the Olive Garden. I'm not going to Pizza Hut not going to the Olive Garden, sort of a shoe chain restaurants overall. But when it comes to Italian food, I need it to be authentic just because I grew up around authentic Italian food all the time. So while I'm not critical of Cam, I'm out on that. You see, we hear this all the time from New Yorkers. Like, uh, it's like New Yorkers think that like there's only Italian food, Cam, in New York. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a, hell of a lot of people. Italians living in Toronto. There's little Italy. There's more country. Italians in Toronto than anywhere in North America. <laughs> yes, besides, like, in, in the world, besides so, Italy. 
Right. But, but. So it okay. begs the question why eat at Olive Garden? Why not just eat authentic Italian like you grew up in, Olive Garden in Toronto not popular. or Providence or Boston? It's not it's what? not popular. It's not popular. No, trust me, Mike. They, uh, they got rid of the Olive Gardens here. Like, they didn't yeah. do very well. No, okay. I was the only guy going. I just, I just want to state that the Olive Garden, there's an Olive Garden in Secaucus. It's on the way here. I pass it every day. Yes. Always packed outside. Always packed outside. Yeah. See, of course it is, he says. It's a good deal. Want to know I, why? I've I've actually, people, I can answer your question. I don't think there's people from Iowa that are eating there, Mike. There's got to be people from New York and New Jersey that are eating at Olive Garden. And listen, ahead, listen, Kev. and I know this for a fact. I know this for a fact, Blue. When me and when I remember when I came down to visit Gabe for Super Bowl, right? The Manhattan, uh, the sorry, the Times Square Olive Garden, I think is forty bucks for the regular bread and stuff like that. I guarantee you this: the Secaucus, New Jersey one, will be more along the lines of like twenty all in. It'll be half the price. That's hence the lineup. Yeah. The one in New York, because we checked right. up the yeah. prices, is- it was the only one that was expensive in uh, Times Square. This track. is why I bring this up, and I thought that I thought of you, Cam, uh, here, and I thought of you as a family man, Mike. But uh, Mike uh, doesn't take his family to to the Olive Garden. But on Thursday, Cam, on Thursday, limited time only. All right, Olive Garden is selling a lifetime all-you-can-eat pass. Hold on, this is great. If I had it in one of my neighborhood, that, how, that how much? Like, if Olive Garden says all-you-can-eat salad, breadsticks, pasta for life, what, what, what's that worth to you? For my the rest of my life, a thousand bucks. See, then it's a bargain. It's 500 That is awesome. Think about this, Gabe. Even if we went, say you, say you spend breadsticks, 50 bucks per, per Anywhere, hit. Any I mean, Olive 10 Garden, times you get your money there. Oh yes, five hundred bucks all in for They're life. They're saying that it's forty-five plates at ten bucks a pop, basically. So that's a come on, that's you a good eat deal. More than that, yeah, yeah. Yes, I do. So basically, listen, you can get. Um, they're selling a nine-month pass. All you can eat for nine months for a hundred bucks. <laughs> that's a deal right there, Ken. What? Sorry, sorry. What? Nine months for a hundred bucks? All you can eat for a hundred bucks. It's a I card. I hundred bucks. At, oh my God, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, they're only selling twenty-four thousand of them in the country for thirty uh, minutes because no. they know people are going to jump gonna on this. You're going to get ticket mastered. You're going to the scalpers are going <laughs> to be in quick. <laughs> you're right. These I, are going to be on stop. You're right. The secondary yeah. market. <laughs> Cam was what? Hey, listen. Secondary market. You can make a pretty. Dude, you can take a family. It's worth it. Well, you're only one person actually, though, right? So, still. Yeah, you, you would, you, I would crush them for the hundred and nine months. Hell, I want to get it. Oh, on the way here, I'll stop dude, for lunch. Like, <laughs> Gabe, in two stops, that pays for itself. Like, I wish we had an Olive Garden here. I don't understand. We had a Wicked Ponderosa on Dundas. We had an Olive Garden, and all these new healthy people took down all my like haunts, man. All the places that I like to go to, but you know, now it's salad bar fever everywhere. Bye, the Olive Garden. It's it's kind of like Red Lobster. They're one of those things, Gabe. Like I enjoy it, but a regular seafood buff is like you're a turkey. Like you can't go there. It's not real stuff. But I don't mind Crab Fest and Lobster Fest. Like I'm a fan, so I don't mind the ghetto restaurants. To be fair, I've never eaten at Olive Garden. I've eaten there no, once. I've eaten at Carabas Italian Grill, but never Olive Garden. Yeah, Carabas <laughs> is like a, a hair up from. Uh, like, Carabas is supposed to be, like, ooh, more authentic. It's still a munchie cake. Uh, it is joint. true, though. It's just a little bit you know better. What, a little bit you better. know what's right across the street 
from the Olive Garden is the caucus on the other side of uh, of, uh, of the turnpike. Borelli's, a local Italian spot. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, good. I'm really craving Italian. That. Now you got me going. I haven't me had too. I want some lasagna in a right while. I want I, lasagna yeah. and I want meatballs. Now. Yeah. A lot of cheese in that thing and uh, meat, like you said. All right, yeah. so. So, yeah, Olive Garden, in total, they're selling 24,000 pasta passes uh, for $100 a pop. Um, and if you buy that, yeah, then kidding. you're allowed to buy for another 400 uh, You can get the lifetime pass for 500 Oh, yeah. That's a great deal. <laughs> I got to believe, though, that you could get cut off. Like, there's, it can't really be. Like, there's going to be point, a limit. You're right. So it's like Homer like it's Simpson. A, you know, Does this man like, look like he had all he could eat? Like no, I'm I sitting there, they're going out oh. Saturday night and a, like a no, Saturday night. No, just no. Down no, they want you on Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday. There's, you know, they want yeah, you I like, like those days. Be like, 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 oh, before two o'clock and not after, like <laughs> you know, like like not during True. dinner time type. Between two and two thirty daily. Yes, exactly. Yes. Hey, I think more more franchises should do this. Lifetime stuff. Hey, if KFC, I'd I'd, 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 I'd fall for it. You told me, listen, 250 yeah. bucks KFC for the next five years. I'm in. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, all right. I got to be honest. I got to be honest. Buffalo Wild Wings. I had a bad ep. Yeah, I, yeah, that's the thing. I love things that are so bad and good. And Renzi, it was crazy. So we go up to the cottage and they have this thing where you go parasailing, right? So it's 400 pounds max. So I wanted to go with one of my brother's kids, but the kid's about a buck 50 or whatever. Right. And I'm like 278, whatever. And actually I turned out, I was like 283. So I almost started crying. Like when I saw the scale, I go, sir, can we really like just negotiate? And we're only like 23 pounds over. He goes, sir, when you get into the air, if that thing snaps and you go through my boat, like we're all dead. I'm like, okay, I guess we can't do that there. But uh, he was really a stickler with his uh, weight restrictions. But uh, well, yeah, that's a, probably a good, that's probably a good thing. I get it. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, you know, he was trying to trying to save your life. Yeah. You don't want that guy to I've be wishy washy. Yeah, I know. I did it before when I was thinner, but uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, uh, I'm a lot to bring up into the sky, Marenzi. I'm a big guy. All right, all right. Uh, so we're gonna go to break in a minute. We'll hit the the sports on the other awesome. side. But I had to bring up I had to bring up the uh, I had to bring up the Olive Garden deal and. Oh, I really do feel like deal. Italian food right now. I really do. So do I. I'm, I'm craving it, man. You had me at lasagna, meatballs. I'm in. Yeah, the salad, the breadsticks. Everything. Yeah. Well. You got to step an Olive Garden at the sports book there. It's great, Gabe. The shot that you have, I'm seeing people like going up to the window buying tickets too, right in the right corner. I could see them all, the, the ticket takers and stuff, right from the sign. Looks like everyone's having a good time. Yeah, we're under renovation here right now, so uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have the we'll have the the studio will be uh, will be completed will be completed uh, completed uh, shortly. Actually, in about uh, maybe maybe like next Monday type of thing. Not complete. Nice. But yeah, probably almost there. Actually, yeah. To be honest, I think uh, next Monday we're really we really are getting there. Um. Well, you know, I think I might start wearing like you know nicer, nicer shirts once the studio's ready. Now we got boxes around us and stuff. But now I didn't think I'd bring up Jeffrey you Epstein step it up. on this program. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna look Whoa. like you, Mike. It took a turn. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think I'd bring up Jeffrey Epstein on the program. I didn't think you would either. But uh, oh, oh, in one of his last 
in his last interview, he compares himself to Robert Kraft. <laughs> wow. Interesting comparison. I'm sure that, I'm sure that Robert Kraft is uh, just thrilled that he's in the news right now. <laughs> because in yeah. Epstein's last interview, he compared himself to Robert Kraft. He said there's no difference what he did than what Robert Kraft did. Beg to differ. Yeah, big difference. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Hey, you never know, uh, never know what music we're going to be coming back to. I never know what kind of theme it'll be, who it'll be, what it is. Houston Astros up uh, 2 nothing right now in the fourth inning. We're trying to uh, get the Astros uh, to the finish line and then get the Yankees uh, home tonight. Uh, Mike, is the Yankees now 15-2? and 15-2 and two against the Baltimore Orioles. I don't want to jinx this and mush uh, tonight's game, but as far as, like, the Baltimore Orioles are concerned, guys, the Orioles have already, as of last night, they tied the record, all right? for giving up the most home runs in American League uh, history. <laughs> so, guys, it's only August. What's the date? August 13th? It's August yep. 13th yep. right now. They've, so, 248 was the the, the record. The National League record's a little higher, actually. They're like, I don't know, eight away or six away or something like that. They're on pace to give up like 338 home runs uh, this year. And the Yankees have hit like the majority of them. Uh, but Brian Leonard brought it up. Sharp guy last night. Brian Leonard brought this up, uh, Mike and Cam. I'll throw it to you, Mike, here. First is, if you actually take away the Yankees' production against the Baltimore Orioles, they're, suddenly they're not as potent. <laughs> They've actually put up that big of numbers. They're averaging over three and a half home runs a game against this team this year. Yep. And just imagine, Mike, if like Torres was an arbitration, Next year, just imagine he comes in and he's like, yeah, I hit 30 home runs this year. I'd be like, yeah, 15 of them. So he's at 13 now. I'm assuming he's going to hit two more. He's got two more games against him. So I'm assuming he's going to hit two more. And they finally walked him last night, I think. But let's say Mike, he comes in. Right now he's got 26 home runs, all right? 13 of them are against the Orioles. 13 of them. Uh, Yeah, you know. It kind of takes it, and, it takes a little luster off the numbers, Cam, in reality. It really does. Like, that's what I talk about when you get to the playoffs. They're not going to be hitting against the Orioles anymore. One of the worst rotations in the is, history of baseball. It's true. And it's also crazy, too, that you have the Boston Red Sox, who are one of the best hitting teams with the worst rotation that the Yankees have absolutely pummeled this year. Remember the England series? that They went nuts. So a lot of those runs, when you really, really break it down between those two teams, it's absolutely fascinating. Um, they don't have enough pitching. It's it's going to be a big concern. They got to go on a heater and a tootsie roll with the with those bats. But you just look at the Houston Astros rotation. Hell, even Cleveland's rotation, very, very dangerous to deal with. But uh, yeah, a lot of damage done against the Orioles and uh, against the Red Sox in that division. 
Oh, they're still a dangerous team in the playoffs. I, you know, I still think oh, the Yankees. Time. Yeah, they just need pitching. You know, they, pitching, pitching, pitching. They could. Yeah, yeah. They could get there. I'm not saying they can't make it uh, to, to the World Series. Uh, I'm, lo- I, I'm looking up. I want to find, like, the exact numbers here. It might take us a little while to see the Yankees' numbers. Your point, Gabe, about like the Orioles. Look- they have 43 games left. Yeah. <laughs> 43 games left. And like I said, they're on pace to give up 338 home runs. 338 home runs, guys. Freaking crazy. It is crazy. That's so bad. <laughs> um, all right, so this and is something You know else what the amazing here. thing about how bad the Orioles are? The Tigers have a worse record. Yeah. That's, I, that's, that's almost you unfathomable. You found the Orioles, and the Tigers you know are worse. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, you know what's crazy? The Orioles, if you bet on every Oriole game, you've lost less money than if you bet on every Red Sox game. <laughs> like, Interesting. Yeah, like the Baltimore Orioles, if you bet $100 on every Oriole game, you're down $1,173. Mm. If you bet $100 on every Red Sox game, you're down $2,741. Uh, Wow, the Detroit Tigers are down $3,100 on the year. Look at the division. That's crazy. I don't think people. That just tells you how bad they are. You get to play, you get the White Sox, you get the Royals with cheese, you get, you know, like, come on, man. Cleveland and Minnesota, I go know they're a little bit better, but that that division's weak, guys. And they have that record? Pathetic. What's the worst Major League Baseball record of all time? Like, what's what's the number? Like, I don't really. The, the number the 62 uh, Mets, the 62 the Mets, I believe, won um, 40 games. Yeah, they did. They're 40 call. and 122. Uh, 40 and 120. A team in the very 40 and 120. Yeah, I believe for so. whatever reason, 160, 250. So yeah, yeah, all the other stuff. Look, the Cleveland Spiders in 1899 They went 20 and 134. I was just about to mention them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's Cleveland Spiders. Be some sort of baseball like uh, savant here. Like I never <laughs> heard of Cleveland this. Spiders before. I know, I, Cam, I never heard of the record. Spiders. I know it because it's know, the record. I know, I'm gonna tell you, if we have like a, a Jeopardy uh, work coworker edition. I think Blewett's uh, our lifeline there. He's 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 sharp in a lot of areas, Marcy. Very strong. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so I'll strong. throw this to you, Blewett. The the team with the second worst record of all time was from Pittsburgh. In 1890, what were they called? 1890, Pittsburgh. Not the Pirates. I'm going to say that there was a baseball team called the Pittsburgh Steelers, although I don't know if they were in existence then, so I'll go with that. No, it's the uh, the the Alanis. Oh, Oh. God. Alanis? Yeah. What's that? Um. Philadelphia Athletics. Was it Alanis with an A? Is it with an A? It, like yeah. Allegheny? Is it Allegheny's? Yeah, it would be referencing the river, yeah. No, what is it? Is that a town? Allegheny? River. Yeah. Is is the river. There's three rivers in Pittsburgh. Oh, is it the river? Ohio, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah and three rivers in Pittsburgh. And the Maha- Those are the three rivers that make up three rivers. It gave oh, me right. I'm geography guy, eh? Up, up here, wow. I knew that. Allegheny, baby. 
I learned that one. I'm losing. Uh, I'm losing on uh, Jeopardy here. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you work a lot of shows. Boston, but you got you got you got a lot in your cranium right now. That's for sure. Um, and in the other town, I can't. Pennsylvania confuses me. Is it Wilkes Bar or Wilkes Barre? What what is that? I think what, I think it's Wilkes Barre Scranton, Scranton, but they call it yeah they call I call it Wilkes Barre Scranton. <laughs> what so it's Wilkes Barre? Yeah, it hyphen is, huh? Scranton. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's Wilkes Barre hyphen and Scranton's there too. It's like yeah, that's where Blessing it's from, Gabe. I think he was born in Wilkes Barre, one of those. Yeah, I think yeah yeah, yeah yeah they, right. Yeah, he was a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He was like Brian, Brian. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't talk about that, but Blessing was, was like a, a high school star wrestler. He was a high school wrestler. <laughs> it's uh, like Al Bundy. Yeah, I got the state state wrestling. Oh, I guess kid. he was pretty good. He was really? pretty good. Like I, I, yeah, him and Joey Odessa started talking wrestling, and Joey like wrestled really? at Hofstra. Or yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Blessing and him started talking, and yeah, yeah. Blessing was name dropping coaches and like really. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, Blessing wow. knows the wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Now he's hacking Marlboros, man. I didn't realize that. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't picture Blessing as a high school wrestler. No, I picture him as a high school smoker. That's what I do. Just, you know, just hacking darts and and, and, and selling parlay cards to kids. That's kind of what I was going for. Selling parlay cards. (laughs) Um, All right. I see here Giants owner. Hope Jones never plays in 2019. Yeah. yeah, Eli, all the way, baby. I saw that story, too. What the hell's wrong with these people? I know. <laughs> okay. The best thing the New York Giants could do is just to be, like, somebody brought it up on, on one of the shows. I think it was Sean this morning. Uh, we were talking about Eli Manning. Or, no, it was, it was Matt Lombardo yesterday, whatever, when we were talking about this. But what do you think, Mike? Let me look at their schedule here. Eli Manning and the Giants play the Patriots in, like, week six. It'll be week seven. Week seven? Yeah. All right, thank you. Isn't that the perfect time, his last game, yeah. against the guy that he beat twice yep. in the Super Bowl? Swan yep. song. You know what I mean? You get, you get, yeah. Exactly. It's That's the one. And then there's a bye week after that, isn't there? Yeah, get, get him ready to go. Exactly. Yeah. If he's still around after that, then we Jones got, can we come in home game game. against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Exactly. On 10 days rest yes. after a Thursday nighter, you give Eli that platform too. We kiss his ass. You roll out the carpet. He beat Brady twice. That's the game you want to be your last start with New York. I tell you what, Eli Manning's not going to quit. He's not going to retire after this. Like he might want out. He might be a backup on the Giants. You know what I mean? I could actually see him being a backup. I don't think he's just going to tap out. I think he's competitive. He'll want to go somewhere else and compete for a job. Uh, but I've been thinking about this, guys. This, wouldn't that just be perfect? The last, you know, you, you get that last home game before, and then you go, you play the Patriots, and that's that. Yep. You know what I mean, they move on after that. That's the thank you. Your last game is against the guy you beat. What if they're 3-3? Three and three? Uh, Then you got to play them. Hypothetical. <laughs> Yeah. If the Giants yeah. are three and three, you got to leave Eli Manning. All I'm in. saying is Eli has a shot to earn it. Yeah, yep. but if they're two and four, they're two and four, they're going to leave him in. Yeah. Two and four is the hard so one and, Two and four is the one move, win. Yeah, one or, one or less. One or less. What's their record going to be? So they open up at the Cowboys. Are they going to beat the Cowboys Loss. in week one? They're going to be two and four. 
Moss. All right, no, week two. I'll take my new – I'm a Bills fan, so I won't – what do you think, Cam? Bills out Giants week two. Giants two-point favorites. I, I think the Bills can win that game. It's it's tough. Pick them for a reason, but I'll go with the Bills there on the road to get it done. Shocking win. They, you know what? FanDuel actually has – The coin's off, right but now. I think the Bills are better than the Giants. I do too. So what's the third game? I get Tampa. it. They have oh, – at Mike? Tampa. Uh, that's not a guarantee. I think Tampa. Tampa might win that game. It's going to be hot so, as hell, too. Best case scenario, one and two. Uh, yeah. now what's what's the fourth one? They host Washington and then Minnesota. They could be, I don't know, Washington could be interesting, and Minnesota they'll lose. So they could I have think Washington are in trouble. I do, too. I think they're going to be. Yeah, so. You know, I'm trying to find that they, they had numbers up for every giant jet and eagle game there. Um, but, man, they have a lot of stuff up here. Now they don't right now. They have Giants exact win props up, first win. Wow, the Giants they have a prop up. Giants first win of the season at Dallas, plus 280. Yep. No. Versus Buffalo at home, plus 120. Week three at Tampa, plus 550. I'm going to say the Giants' first win of the season. I would say week four against Washington at home. Yeah. It's in it's at Matt Light. But they do have Saquon Barkley, man. Like, he can make a play, guys, yeah. right? Yep. I'm going to – what about the Giants at Tampa? All those New Yorkers down there in Florida, you know, there's that's always uh, like a home. Hot there. there. I think Tampa Bay is going to win hot. that game. I like, the, I like their win versus the It's a 4 o'clock game, though, Cam. It's not a 1 o'clock start. That's huge, Mike. Good call. I still think the skins is the game I bet on, Gabe. That's when I get it. Boom. That's plus 500. I like it. it. <laughs> That's the best At bet Tampa on the board. Is plus How five? is it not? No, 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 no. no. Washington. Skins. They need to lose their first three games yeah, of the year and it beat Washington. They can. I, yeah, I kind of. I they will beat Washington. Saquon Barkley will rush for like 212 yards or something like that. They're not beating Dallas. They could beat Buffalo in week two. That's the one that the book thinks. I don't. Guys, their schedule is brutal. Like, at Dallas versus Buffalo, at Tampa versus Washington, all right. Then it gets real in week five. Versus Minnesota, at New England, versus Arizona, at Detroit, versus Dallas. All right, uh, we'll come back. uh, Get a baseball pick uh, ready for us, uh, Mike. On the other side, we'll get Mike Lewis, baseball play of the day. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Blewett uh, with us uh, for the final uh, couple of minutes uh, here. Level one in-time decisions, Red Heat Rage uh, Radio. Uh, we lit up the baseball uh, card last night, four and one. Uh, we look to keep it going uh, this yeah. evening. Chicago White Sox are on the board. 
Yeah, Blue, we were on the Jays last night. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I had them on the run line, too. It was nice. They were down one. We were on the Jays last night. Um, Yeah, they were. Um, Game went over. You know what? Every game went over last night, and there was one push. Yep. The Colorado game, I saw 14. So that, that, that got to 14, but every other game went over the freaking number last night. Pretty crazy. And every game was in double digits, the totals. Every game had double-digit totals except for one, San Diego and Tampa. And that game went over 10-4. That was free money. I'm telling you guys, last night, Tampa, you know, they're 18 games over 500. They were underdogs against San Diego. Um, Cincinnati was a trendy pick last night as favorites against Washington. Washington wins at home. So, uh, but nevertheless, last night is done. Can't live in the past. What do you got, Blewett? What do you like tonight? Two things jump out at me. I know you're talking about the overs here, and uh, we're obviously, you know, getting in the hotter months and, and balls are flying out as they have been all year, maybe even at a greater rate now in the month of August. But this Mariners-Tigers matchup screams like, uh, sticks out to me like a game where there won't be a lot of runs. So I think you could be looking at an under there. And I hate to pick against your Jays, but Lance Lynn is dialed in again right now. He got touched up a few starts ago. But his last four starts, he's averaging almost 10 strikeouts a game, and he's he's going deep into games. So I like him against his Jays lineup tonight as hot as it's been. 10 strikeouts. Look up his strikeout prop right now. You, you, you piqued my interest here. Strikeouts. Well, um, Lance Lynn, eight, total strikeout. 10, 8, and 12 in his last four. Wow. What the hell's going on here? They always have that as listed. They don't have Lance Lynn listed. Strikeout hmm. prop. Lance Lynn. If they're waiting. Son of a. The lineup's got to be in by now, so it should be out there. That's a good, uh, that's a good point. Kershaw's on the, uh, Kershaw gets uh, the Marlins later in the week. Kicker eye. He's, he's starting to get back in the groove again. Ginger guard goes uh, tonight. Ginger Take a look guard, at hey. Yes. Yeah, Thanks, Mike Blood. Have a good one, Mike. Bye, guys. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Thanks, yeah. Hey, everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports News Update. Helmet gate might be finally over. Thank you, God. It seems Antonio Brown's ongoing fight to wear a helmet that's no longer approved by the NFL is finally going to near an end. Brown's agent Drew Rosenhaus said today they've located the Raiders' wideouts' preferred shut air advantage helmet model that had been manufactured within the past 10 years, and they're now working on them to get it officially certified and cleared for usage. Although the league banned Brown's preferred model, the league will let him wear a helmet if he can find one less than 10 years old and one that fits properly. The seven-time Pro Bowler addressed the issue as he did return to Oakland Raiders training camp today. He walked into practice with his agent by his side, and uh, the hard knocks cameras were rolling. The 31-year-old Brown says he expects his foot issues and frostbitten feet to be healed, and he'll be ready for week one of the regular season versus Denver Monday night. He's optimistic that he'll be there when the regular season starts. The All-Pro has been almost absent from all of Raiders training camp, dealing with the helmet issue and injuries to his feet. 
The Indianapolis Colts could be dealing with a, a scary problem here. Colts owner Jim Ursay confirmed that Andrew Luck's absence from training camp is due to a bone injury in his lower left leg. Ursay did not give specifics on what bone is ailing the star quarterback. Luck has also been hampered during training camp due to pain in his calf region. The 29-year-old isn't expected to participate in joint practices with the Cleveland Browns this week, according to head coach Frank Reich. It's more likely Luck is also going to miss Saturday's Week 2 preseason game against the Browns. He was out of the opener as well. Russell Wilson dipping into football and another type of football. The Seahawks pivot and his wife Sierra have bought a minority state of the MLS's Seattle Sounders. The NFL establishing a social justice and entertainment partnership with rapper Jay-Z and his agency Rock Nation. They're going to contribute to the NFL's uh, Inspire Change program, a social activism campaign that involves many players around the league. Rock Nation's also going to co-produce the halftime Super Bowl show and select the entertainers that will appear on NFL stages throughout the year. Let's hit the live uh, baseball scoreboard, fellas, as Yang would say right now. We got uh, baseball action between Houston and the Chicago White Sox. Game one of that double dip, and right now it is two to one for Houston, and we're heading to the bottom of the fifth uh, inning. Good pitching by Cease and Granke in this one. Live line, Astros minus 320, total seven and a half. The Boston Red Sox starter turned reliever Nathan Eovaldi could start tomorrow night in Cleveland. Charlie Manuel has replaced John Malley as the Philadelphia Phillies hitting coach. The 75-year-old Manuel currently acting as a team advisor. Phillies nine games back of the first place Atlanta Braves in the East. Two games out of that wild card second spot. Former MLB pitcher Kurt Schilling thinking about politics and entering his uh, hat in the political ring. He's considering running for U.S. Congress in a seat in Arizona against five of the state's five Democrats. Let's take a look at tonight's pitching matchups and betting lines on the game. And remember, Gabe and I will be back at 8 o'clock for the live in-game show, 7 at 7.05. Baltimore and New York, Yankees minus 310. Means and Herman, total 10.5. Cincy at Washington, Nats 35-cent favorites, 10.5. Wood versus Ross Cubs. They're laying 35 cents at Philadelphia, 10.5. Quintana versus Vargas. Texas, they're laying 35 cents at Toronto. Blewett talked about this one, nine and a half with Lance Lynn taking on Pannone for the Blue Jays. Three at 7-10. We got Boston, 15-cent favorites at Cleveland. Sale versus Clevenger, eight flat. Your total Dodgers, minus 215 at the Marlins. Ginger Guard versus Yamamoto, eight and a half. Seattle at Detroit, a dog's breakfast. Tigers, minus 155.9. Kikuchi and Boyd, 7-20. The Red Hot Mats in Atlanta, great game here. Braves, minus 130. Wheeler versus Freed, total of nine. Two at 810. We got Mini at Milwaukee. Nice little rivalry interleague there. Brewers minus 165 10. Perez versus Anderson. Astros and White Sox game two of that doubleheader. Houston minus 385 right now because Cole's on the mound versus Nova. Total nine. 815. St. Louis minus 260 at Kansas City. Nine and a half. Flaherty and Sparkman. 840. We got Arizona minus a buck 30 at Colorado. Gallon and Gray. 13 is your total. 945. Oakland and San Fran. Pick them. Anderson and Bumgarner, total is 8. 10.07, Pittsburgh and the Angels. Halos, 179.5, Williams versus Canning. And finally, Tampa Bay laying 25 cents on the road at San Diego. McKay versus Lauer, and 8 is your total. Stick around for Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour 2. We're going to break down the MLB betting board and a whole lot more. So stick around. Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Time Decisions. All right, level two. Game Time Decisions, Ready to Rage, our radio fantasy sports, our radio network. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down here at the FanDuel Sportsbook in Meadowlands. 
uh, Razorback Big Man on campus will join us in a couple of uh, moments. Uh, talk a little football. I want to get an updated uh, odds as far as uh, the Colts are concerned. Uh, so I think the Colts are a, a team to be very weary of considering yeah. Andrew Luck's injury uh, situations uh, right now. Full slate of Major League uh, Baseball games uh, here on the board uh, here tonight. And some interesting spots, uh, Cam. I'm seeing some uh, some lines. Specifically, like, let's jump right into this here. Looking at uh, the Detroit Tigers here tonight. I get it. Matt Boyd is pitching for them. Should the Detroit Tigers ever be minus 164? No, they shouldn't. Uh, I really wish um, it was Gonzalez instead of Kikuchi. Can we but, go for uh, some sushi know? tonight? Kikuchi sushi? Yeah, I don't know, I think man. I can't. Yeah, I don't even like sushi, but I'm going I'm going, gonna, I'm going to the Japanese restaurant tonight. I love sushi, and even I'm going to stop. Remember, we were talking Italian earlier. Uh, I might just go for, uh, it sounds like uh, when I'm dealing with a guy, Zach Wheeler, it sounds like a truck stop. That's where I want to go for a nice fried chicken, mashed potato gravy served at Zach Wheeler's. Off-state, uh, you know, gas it up. Yeah, if you I'm wanted ready to rock, you needed uh, Joey Lucchese last night. Lucchese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lucchese would have gave us, hey, you guys <laughs> want a lasagna and some meatballs? Yeah, I'm with you, Lucchese. Uh, and I can't you got your night. Irish pup, Jack Flaherty's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jack Flaherty's. That's, <laughs> you got your you got your weed uh, dispensary, uh, medicinal shop here, Sparkman's. <laughs> oh, yeah, Spark, Sparkman's got oh, yeah. good strain. Good Every one of these names is a business. Gallon? Yep. That's another That's another pub. Yeah, gallon. Zach, yeah, no, Zach or Gallon? Gallon, no, no, gallon could be Gallon's. A. Yeah, come down to Gallon's, too. It's one of those places where you make your own wine and beer. Come on down. It's Gallon. Hoffman. And then you got to. Hoffman sounds you like got, smoked meat. Come on, Hoffman smoked meat. Great sandwiches over at Hoffman. <laughs> wood is a, wood, come down to Wood's Construction. You know, we got two by fours and stuff. Uh, font, I guess he does. Uh, he he's basically working at Staples. Font pitching for the Blue Jays today. Uh, you know he can he can help you there. Chris Sale, Realty, yeah, he's a real estate. Clevenger sounds. What does Clevenger sound like? Kind of like a butcher. Come down to Clevenger's. I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're right. Everybody's got a story here. Clevenger sounds Free like chicken. Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I like. Uh, he's Clevinger. Um, <laughs> Boston and Cleveland. This game's a pick'em. Yep. Chris Sale on the hill here tonight. I'm not like you Cleveland. can trust Chris Sale. He's a money burner, yeah. dude. He gets lit up the all the I time. Cleveland are right, I, right now. I agree. I think uh, Cleveland is going to be a play tonight. Uh, Sale's already, yeah, he could pitch well, but you're giving me the Indians at home at a pick and price. Boston almost came back and won last night, but small play on Cleveland. I'm not going to pound it because Sale can be good, but I'd be very, uh, I, I kind of like where Blue was going with this Jays game, too. I'm very disappointed. So we have a, we had a pitching change there. Panone was going to go for the Jays, but now it's Font, and I don't trust Font. That means, no. Gabe, I'll, I'll tell you, he's only going to go one or two innings. Like, the Jays have been using uh, that guy from the Dodgers who they picked up off waiver, Stewart. He's kind of like, that's what they're, the Jays are doing a lot of Tampa Bay stuff right now. One or two innings with these bullpen guys and trying no. to get through it. It's working. It's working for but, them, yeah. I don't trust Font, though. I'd like to take the Jays as underdogs here at plus 118, but... So do I. Like Robin the same thing two days in a row. We saw them last night. I got a bad feeling about it. Yeah. Uh, dipping into the Lords. Uh, Jose Quintana does not have a good track record against the Philadelphia Phillies or in this spot, but he has pitched well, actually. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. At SportsGrid, everything else in between. I'm Renzi. We're throwing it down. A FanDuel Sportsbook Metal Ads uh, racetrack uh, where the uh, the Bears and Giants will be playing uh, later in the week. And I was actually glad that it was going to be on Friday night because we do the show out of the studio on Friday night. Uh, but I've been, in, been informed um, that we will be here on uh, Friday night. Uh, so it looks like we're here for another game night. <laughs> More chaos on a Friday night. Uh, exactly what I need. Shout out to uh, to the crew here at uh, at the Meadowlands. So, uh, Cam, you brought this up earlier. We'll bring Big Man on campus in on this. Um, you brought up earlier NFL taps Jay Z for social justice issues and entertainment offerings, yeah. as we've seen the the Super Bowl halftime show. You know, nobody nobody really wants to do this. No no hip artist wants to be part of it. People wanted to distance themselves, um, artists distance themselves from the National Football League um, due to the Colin Kaepernick uh, situation. And Jay-Z says this is clearly, you know, he's there now because of Colin Kaepernick. And he wants to take it further right now. Because some people are sort of saying, well, Kaepernick's still screwed over. And Jay-Z once famously uh, rapped, I said no to the Super Bowl, you need me, I don't need you. So now that he's, you know, hooked up with the NFL, people are like, well, what's changed? And he's saying, well, I can take this conversation further. What do you think, uh, big man on campus, of Jay-Z partnering up uh, with the National Football League and the NFL Players Coalition, I should add, as well? Look, I think it's uh, the times or what this is what's going on. I mean, the the activism is there. I I think the NFL is trying to take a step. To kind of highlight that, they've had some bad press. Uh, look, I think Jay-Z is the greatest rapper ever. Uh, there's been a lot of lists about that lately. I mean, I mean, Jay-Z literally, uh, what he's done in his career is quite amazing. Uh, yeah, Is he I, the greatest rapper ever, or is he the most successful businessman ever? I think, I think from I think from a standpoint of albums, uh, records, I mean, he, he, to me, is the greatest rapper ever. I, I, I don't know about anyone else. I mean, you could obviously make cases for others, but... I mean, I think it's a whole all-encompassed thing of what they've done and where they've been, where they've went, and and obviously the ability to rap. But I think you make a good point about you know you're doing all this activism yet the the, the person in the, in the center of this, Colin Kaepernick, is still without a job, still which black makes ball. it kind of hypocritical, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's I don't know. Like and like I said, I you know what do you think, Cam? Like it's just well, he defended Ka- Kaepernick before, but you know the thing is. Yeah, you, you know that that that's words and Ka- you, you, excellent point by big man. Kaepernick is still out of the league. Uh, what he wants to do, though, I got to be honest with you, Gabe, and let's call it out for what it is. Ka- Colin Kaepernick, even with the skill set and team starting to figure him out, he he'd, 
He should be a backup in the National Football League. I don't think we could debate that as a starter. I think there could be some debate there. But you know what? Like, let's let bygones be bygones. There's so many bad things happening in the United States right now. Hell, even Canada. We had uh, 19 shootings outside of Toronto in a weekend, Gabe. We set a record. It's as bad wow. as per capita as I would say Los Angeles or anywhere else yeah. uh, You know, in the, in the United States. So people think in Canada is this big, safe place. Well, not in Toronto and those regions so you know what i think it's time for these guys just to say you know what colin come back uh, it's i think it's up to him because we can't let this thing drag on there in times right now we need more we need i don't want to sound like a hippie but we need a lot more love and forgiveness and stuff because the world is a cold ass hard place right now there's too many people dying and sports is one thing that we can bring people together whites and blacks playing together hispanics the same thing so why can't we just uh, make it work? But uh, Colin Kaepernick's not going to go back for uh, uh, a base salary either, right, Morency? He's going to want to get paid. You know what? No. You know what it is, though, really, is there isn't this big, big racial division, right, in, in America. There's just, it's commercialized, it's politicized. People yeah. profit off of it. People make money off of it. People get votes off of this stuff. And the NFL is clearly just, you know, to me, I have no problem with Jay-Z doing this, and I like what Jay-Z, because Jay-Z actually basically stated, um, you know, sort of was not defensive about it. He's got nothing to be defensive about. I mean, he's Jay-Z. He can do whatever the hell he wants. But he basically stated that, because they asked him, you know, you're doing, you're doing business now. You're doing business with people that are basically blackballing Colin Kaepernick. And, you know, and he goes, I'm black. That's my world. Uh, he goes, if I didn't do business with wealthy business interests, I did I disagree with uh, politically, I would never be on TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you he goes, to... I would never. He goes, I would never be able to put my platform on TV because I'm sure someone who owns the broadcast network has supported someone that I don't believe should be in office or someone that I don't like. I can't control any of this. No one can control the world we live in currently. People are going to vote their own self-interest, uh, especially very, very, very rich people. And it raises a good point. You know, and it's better to, I've always said that sort of too about like the White House boycott stuff. When teams say, I'm not going to go to the White House after they win. I've always said, I thought, I thought it'd be better to go to the White House and basically just go up to them and say, listen, this is why I don't like you. This is what I think you're, you know, you're way off, man. (laughs) You know, you don't get a lot of opportunities to get that voice. You're better off of using it than shunning it. So I'm not going to criticize Jay-Z. I think Jay-Z has people's best interest at heart. You know, he already has more money than, you know, than whatever. So him and Beyonce, he doesn't need this as a hustle to I mean, sell records. It, it will be a probably a fascinating halftime show. I mean, I've, I've talked for years about little interest in, in that halftime show. I mean, for years it's been incredibly boring. It's just not something I'm into. Uh, I think adding a, a guy like Jay-Z would be great. I mean, you have to think Meek Mill will be involved in some aspect, I would think. Uh you know, other, other, you know, obviously big hip hop acts. I think, I think Cam made an interesting point about Kaepernick, though. I think he's doing it wrong. I mean, Cal, I don't know if, who's Colin Kaepernick though to really demand that he's paid a high amount. I mean, prove you're good and, and you'll get paid. I, I don't understand oh, the yeah. no, process here of just saying, well, I, I want ten million a yeah. year. Well, come in and prove that you're worth ten million a year, and I'm sure the team will give it to you. You, 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 you know, who is he to just come in and demand things? I thought, I thought that was odd by him. He doesn't really want to play. Yeah, you know I mean, like yeah. that's. I feel yeah, it's actually an interesting way of looking at it. 
I'm not sure. Like, he could talk about it, but when push comes to shove, that many years out of the league. And the thing is, guys, you guys know what it worked against Green Bay, those big gazelle-like strides where he did. Teams know how to play against Colin Kaepernick oh, now. Yeah. And if you, if you force it's him to the road, he skips balls in. It's totally different. The, the, and the truth of the matter kind of is, shape you're if in, you are not you can't accurate be that, in this league, yes, you're done. You're not going to play well. I mean, that's you right. got to be accurate. And he's not been accurate. And that's that was one you of the can, things you can, said to me about what about him with the Eagles? And I said, well, he doesn't really fit this offense. You have to be accurate in this offense, and he's not accurate. Plus, he wants too much money. I mean, you, you just let Nick be, Foles walk because you weren't going to pay him a ton of money. You can't bring in Colin Kaepernick. You don't need him. He's got a ton. He's got, listen, he's got arm strength, Kaepernick. He can really take the football. Yeah. His accuracy, look, throwing accurate. the football was, yeah, it wasn't a problem for him when we went to the Super Bowl, big man. The guy's been in an NFC conference sure. championship no, no, game. No, no, listen, the I'm, I'm right, the like, biggest I enjoy Kaepernick. I I, I love what no, he's No, I know, done. but I'm Personally, saying him just, throwing the I mean, it's, him it's, him throwing the football. He can throw the football. Is he the most accurate quarterback? No, but a team sure. would rather just have a cheaper and younger version of him, which is Lamar Jackson, sure. exactly. right? Or a Kyler Murray. You know, it's time has passed him. You know, yeah. it's like anyone else. It's the same thing as like Dak Prescott. Like Dak Prescott can. Oh, I want this. I want that. If Dak Prescott was on the open market right now. There wouldn't be teams lining up. There might be a team or two, yep. but it's the same thing. Like you said, you know, Kaepernick sort of always overvalued his place in the league. But, you know, quarterback but, is but in a... Cam's... Real quick, in Cam's point, he, he I will say this. I mean, like, for instance, Clayton Thorson is on an NFL roster. I mean, Clayton Thorson... He won't, he won't be for I long. Mean, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it's amazing yeah, he's actually given yeah, a yeah, shot yeah, over... Big yeah, but Clayson Thornton is—he won't be for long. And number two, he's making five hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, or like Colin's not. It's hard. Yeah, but Colin Kaepernick's not getting out of bed for five hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. Colin Kaepernick well, maybe, offered you know, like really a million to play and make money. Maybe he should. The Denver Broncos offered Colin Kaepernick seven and a half million dollars a year to be the quarterback. Yeah, John Elway met him and said, "It sucks." No. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back. I will take that for a couple of minutes. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decisions and continues. Red Heat Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network. This song doesn't flow, gang. You're apologizing for songs that don't suck, and you, you know, you don't, you're not even sure. Hey, Gabe, I gotta be honest with you. You've, those, rattled, me, you've rattled Yang's cage a bit, eh? Because he doesn't know how you're gonna react. It's kind of like he's waiting for your response, and sometimes you're gonna give him love, but maybe he thinks a, a little left hook's coming there, right? You know what I mean? He's, you're kind of dancing around. Yang's he doesn't know what you're throwing right now. He thinks you're throwing body shots. That's why you're going to the head. You get my drift? <laughs> no. Everything 
Everything's good. It's all good. The, oh, the, the, I, don't, uh, I don't mean it in a, like no, a violence no. way. I'm just saying. No, no, I has, know. I hear what you're you saying. You know me. But, yeah, uh, you know me. Yeah. You, know, you know my stuff. No, no. He's been much more. I've rattled much much more than this. I've been kind of calm this week. Is, is, that, is that not true, Yang? Yeah, no, we've, we've had a pretty good uh, day yesterday, man. I mean, we had some yeah, issues, no, we, but uh, we yeah, got we through. We had a ton it. of issues, but yeah, I did oh. not complain. Hey, you know what? And a lot of people didn't even complain. A lot of people didn't know. Didn't even know there was an issue. We yeah, worked through it, baby. I, 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 I know, but you see, the sort thing of. is, if I never bitch and I never call people out, uh, then it won't change, Yang. That's the problem. I could bite the bullet and be a professional and put up with stuff, but then it happens over and over. Sometimes I need to like have the uh, the on-air meltdown, Yang, to like uh, to like bring the problems to light. You know what I mean? The are you guys saying, sunshine. I you, buddy. Hey, Yang, are you and Gabe saying when I was gone, the ship ran smoother? <laughs> No, I mean, like, like, you know, it ran, but, like, you know, we, we, no. we just didn't have no, one no, of the sails. Like, you know, Cam was no, no, missing, and record, one of the sails on the boat was missing. Yang didn't even know you were gone. Oh. He's, like, freaking out at 5.02. Cam's not here. <laughs> Kurtz is no, trying to call in. Trying like, to call yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I let's, Cam let's, wasn't Kurtz do the, Kurtz. Doesn't he do the update when no. I'm gone? Or? All right, no? let, let's just get Big Man on campus. Uh, okay, and we'll finish this conversation after Big Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Yang here. doesn't know anything. Like, I, I, dude, they don't read our Twitter accounts. They don't know anything. Uh, like, anyway. Well, anyway, I sent a lot of emails out, but let's continue. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. I'm like, now I'm getting tweets. I'm like, I got someone. He needs a slap. I'm like, who? Our boy? No, not, not our boy Yang. Henry Cejudo. UFC fighter Henry Cejudo wants to fight a Valentina Shevchenko, a chick. Because he's an idiot, but uh, nevertheless. All right, uh, big man. So before we get you out of here, the Indianapolis Colts. I know you were high on the Colts. And I've been high on the Colts. 3-2 Astros now, good. I've been high on the Colts as well. Uh, I've been high on the Colts as well. Yet this injury right now to Andrew Luck has to be taken seriously. And I'm looking here at the division odds. I hate talking about this stuff publicly, <laughs> but um, I'm looking at division odds. The Indianapolis Colts are minus 105 right now. The Houston Texans are plus 260. Then the Jacksonville Jags are plus 440, and then the Titans are six to one uh, right now. I'll, I'll start with you, big man. Andrew Luck can't even practice, bro. The guy isn't practiced at all, and he's not playing this week. So they hope that, oh, he might, you know, start practicing next week, maybe, et cetera. And we're hoping that he's going to be ready for week one. I'm starting to lose confidence in Andrew Luck. It's too bad because he's a hell of a talent. He seems like a good guy, and he's a freaking good quarterback. But I just get the feeling it's not meant to be for this guy. And it seems to me, I, this is like Kevin Durant, man. It's more than a calf. It's a bone issue. I think it's just going to get worse and worse, big man. Does this not scare you off the Indianapolis Colts right now? Oh, surely. I mean, I think everything, every time you put a prediction, not as far as a future projection, projection, prediction, it always depends on the starting quarterback. I mean, I think if you take any starting quarterback off the team and, you know, take Tom Brady off the Patriots or whoever. Yeah, Andrew Luck had a great season last year. You know, keeping him upright was important. They did that. The problem is he just had these chronic injuries that don't ever seem to go away. Yeah, I mean, who am I going to get? Jacoby Brissett as my new quarterback? Yeah, I'm good. Look, Anytime you put out a prediction, I think it's dependent on that starting quarterback. But, yeah, it's very concerning. I mean, uh, you know, at least, you know, a guy like Carson Wentz, he's healthy coming into the season. You have that 
you know, you have that positivity, but you know, luck just can't seem to to stay out there. So yeah, I mean, if, if you're asking me who I would you know pick otherwise in that division, you know, start to like the Jags a little bit more. I mean, I think we've seen this team; they've been very successful. I mean, two years ago with the AFC title game, defensively they took a step back last year, but I like the adding of Josh Allen in the draft. You finally have a quarterback there. What, what has been the thing with the Jags we've always talked about? They don't have a quarterback. Blake Bortles stinks. Well, now they have a quarterback who, again, he's going to assume a team now. He's not just coming in off the bench. We'll see how Nick Foles uh, works in that, you know, from that standpoint. But, I, I mean, I'm liking them. 440 at Fanville. That's a nice little price for the Jags. I wonder about Nick Foles. What's he going to bring to the table? I really do. I wonder about the result here. But I've talked about this 15 of the last 16 years, guys. 15 and yeah. 1. 15 of the last 16 years, a team has gone from worst to first in the National Football League. And if you go down the list of the contenders, like, or of the candidates, I should state, I tell you, big man, the Jags are, are that one. You know what I mean? Like, and the Bengals aren't winning the division. The Jets are better, but I doubt the Jets are winning the division. The Raiders aren't winning the division. Uh, the Detroit Lions aren't winning. You know what I mean? The, the, the Arizona Cardinals aren't winning the division. Like, you go down the list, Cam, the Jags are the best candidate out of all the last-place teams to be able to win a division. It's very true. And another thing, Gabe, is despite uh, I think both of us have the same opinion of Nick Foles, a lot of it was the Philadelphia system. Um, you know how how acclimated he was. He knew the coaches. It was a perfect storm for everything. He got on a run at the at the right time. But the more we break this down, Blake Bortles wasn't just like bad. He was so bad that, you know, when after a turnover, they'd go backwards and punt, whatever. Like, even if Foles can just maintain a couple drives and not make the turnovers like Blake Bortles Gabe is not even going to be in this league very soon after you saw the first preseason game like he's awful and this was the starting quarterback for these guys and they throw who do they who else they throw Cody Kessler hopefully hopefully everybody else on the Jaguars grows up Cam yeah and and looks at Nick Foles and goes you know what this guy won a Super Bowl he's a Super Bowl MVP he's a winner he's done it before they need to grow up and not be a bunch of punks and start fights like you know, like the Bills yeah. and like and Jalen Ramsey back. and talking shit on Twitter all the time. Like, yep, grow exactly. up and play football I with agree. Nick Foles, and they have a chance, big man. Well, I, I think, and I'm glad you brought that up because I want to add in the fact that you look at the offensive coordinators, John D. Filippo, who was his offensive coordinator two years ago in Philly, but. The Jets are playing the Eagles Thursday, and the, the Daily News here in Philly did an article on Nick Foles and how, you know, the hero the Eagles had that the Jaguars needed. And that, that's kind of what they talked about. And they talked in the article about, you know, Nick Foles' you know, faith off the field and it was family. And then they also talked about when he first came to Jacksonville, you know, the, the questions from Nick Foles weren't, you know, where do I move and where do I, you know, what do I do here? Where do I do there? It, it was, what's the culture like here? And it's not been good in Jacksonville. As you said, you've had, Guys talking, you know, Leonard Fournette's not been able to really get on the field a ton. The, the leadership just hasn't been there. Doug Marone has kind of been in and out. I, I think getting a franchise quarterback in there, like a Nick Foles, Nick Foles is not just a great player, but he's a good kid. He's a, a guy that has a lot of leadership. We don't I know this, though, make a big nice man. Move. And, and that's, We don't know that? any of this. He was good. He's not a franchise. Well, we don't know. Oh. Is he a franchise quarterback? We're going to find out. He was the right guy but at the I right think, time with Philadelphia, with Peterson is. and Reich. I mean, sure, we're gonna find out. You know, what I mean, I'm worse. not. 
Put it that way. No, 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 no. So it's an improvement for for it's an improvement for Jacksonville. I'm not. There's no no uh, no 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 disputing uh, that whatsoever. All right. So before we get you out of here, and uh, Cam, I wish we had more time for this. We'll hit it in the future. But uh, CBS CBS uh, Sports.com did a um, a ranking by state, the best team in every state <laughs> of college football. And I want to see New Jersey here. <laughs> did they have no choice but to go to Rutgers? Yeah, they got to go Rutgers, right? No, no, they didn't. Yeah, Princeton. I mean, oh, yeah. Said, good Sorry, call. Rutgers. Good. We can't let it slide that you went 1 and 11. And you had the worst offense in college football at 13 points a game. Princeton, on the other hand, is known for its offense. So much known offensive coordinator Sean Gleason is now at Oklahoma State. The Tigers went perfect in 2018 and scored 47 points per game. Without scoring their opponents point after 30. I was just joking, actually. I was like, well, Rutgers got to win this battle. But no, they lost the battle, big man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of other colleges here. I mean, you're not going to put, like, Fairly Dickinson or Keene University or something like that. No, Princeton, that's actually a good call by them. I never realized. I would I would be interested in thinking, like, who in Pennsylvania? I used to be Penn State, probably. Uh, you know, Philadelphia, oh, yeah. there's not really a great college football team. Yeah, you know yeah, Pittsburgh yeah, as well, but yeah, no, that's that's an interesting one. You kind of just assume Rutgers, but I mean, Rutgers has been horrific. Guys, I want to point out there's 11 days till the first college football game starts. You, you believe that? 11 yeah. days, and I got a pick. Already for made you. a I bet. Got one more pick for you guys. Already made yes, a bet on Hawaii the plus 11 against Arizona. Too many points Funny. here. Hawaii it at home, a- play good in the mainland. Arizona's not good enough defensively to lay this number. Cole McDonald's back. I like the culture out of the big the big surf state. I like Nick Rolovich as their coach. They have some weapons. We know they can score some points. Arizona's defense is not good enough to lay this kind of number. I think it's a shootout. I'll take 11 points. Seems like way too many. I like yeah, the I over. Agree, I like the over. I like Hawaii. And I'll tell you, I've already bet on the other game, too. I think the Florida Gators are going to go in uh, and kick the crap out of Miami. With Diaz, you're talking about the Gators are very, yeah. very close to being good. I know it's seven because people are thinking, wow, it's, you know, got to got to cover seven. I think they win that game by 17. Give me the Florida I Gators. Agree. I just chomp, can't trust chomp, Felipe. Chomp. Felipe Frank. I trust them. I trust them. I don't I trust him more than that kid making his first start. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and I agree. Decision by Diaz. Uh, he's like a bit of a reach. That was one of them. Big man on campus. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff Nadu. Thanks for time, big man. Thanks, you guys. Game time decisions continues fantasy sports on Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Radio Network continues. 
Hi, Marenzi. Throwing it down to Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. Um, we got uh, Major League Baseball on the board uh, here tonight. NFL football will be back on Thursday. We absolutely smoked uh, the preseason in week one. I'm yeah. seeing uh, here right now Johnny Manziel, Tanya Harding, and Fat Joe uh, will be uh, featured in Direct Auto's insurance campaign on second chances. Um, and Johnny Manziel goes on to talk uh, when asked about this, about uh, football. And uh, he says he's working out and uh, football is in his future. So John Manziel says football, quote, is absolutely in his future. And, yeah, football is absolutely in my future too, Cam, as I'm going to be watching football on TV exactly. uh, in a couple so of weeks. Johnny, as, so is Johnny yeah. Manziel. Like, here's the thing. I don't never met the They're man. They're all on his and, XFL stuff. It's like, oh, XFL. Would, yeah. He's not good enough to play in the XFL. No, he's not. No, he's not. And I'll tell you another thing. It's like you and Babano met him. You guys were in Costa Rica, but here's the thing, right? You go to the Canadian Football League, you get more than ample opportunities. You can't take a starting job in Hamilton. You can't do anything. Then you go to Montreal, you become the, you know, second, third string guy. You had a couple good games against, you know, the Argos. Like, big deal. Like, at the end of the year, it's just one of those things, too. It's like, yeah, you talk about it. The guy had problems making throws. His, his arm is, like, dead. I don't know what the hell you're going to do. Last the throw, I think the last throw he made as a pro was a pick six within the Alliance League. Yeah. yeah. Like, he went into the Alliance League this year. He, he probably threw a pick six. Like, I remember, listen, I was excited when he came to Montreal. I was like, all right, maybe he can provide a spark. Every pass was an interception, bro. There's no zip on the ball. It's slow. He's got yeah. no arm strength. You know, you know, a quarterback they were talking about for the XFL is Ryan Griffin. Guy on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, he had a nice Except, preseason game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. Arians is like, no, 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 no. Like, he's not going to the XFL. Because supposedly the XFL here. was lurking around. That's the caliber of quarterback the XFL is going to be getting. They're going to be looking at CFL guys type of thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yep. you know, Bo Levi Mitchell type. Like, he got he got a little bit more. But if the XFL is willing to pay 300 k a year, they're going to get a better caliber of quarterback than Johnny Manziel. But... Anyways, let's get into the baseball uh, tonight. We went four and one last night on the diamond, so hopefully we can keep this. Uh, hopefully we can keep this going here tonight. What do you think about the the baseball card tonight? Uh, I think the baseball card is kind of difficult, but I'm going to pick my spots. It's what we talked about before, Gabe. I'm going to take a shot with, uh, you know, Cleveland. I think is a good play tonight. You know, it's a pick 'em. You get Clevenger at home against Sale. I'm in. It's a, I see a minus 105, minus 110. Sure. I think that's a great game to pick. Also, when I'm looking at the board, I see Zach Wheeler as a dog. The Mets against the Braves. I like Reed. He's a good pitcher, but Wheeler, I think he's a good enough pitcher where he could win the game. If the, bat, if the bats show up for the Mets, it's a double bonus situation. I think he can shut them down. Wheeler at plus 15 looks good to me. There's a couple other games. Obviously, Cole is going to kill Nova. But the problem with Houston is they're minus one and a half, minus 220 on the run line or minus 370 on the on the money line. I'm probably going to pass there. I found a couple other spots that I like, too. I think Arizona might be a decent play tonight. Zach Allen was a good pitcher when he was with the Miami Marlins. Now he goes to Arizona. They came back and beat Colorado last night at, like, plus 450 live. I know you guys are... Uh, Doing, doing the show last night, that would have been a good one to play, especially those live games in Colorado where things change quickly. Tony, Tony Arizona, Finn. Yep. 
I, I already had all my action. I was tied up at the time. Tony Finn gave it. He actually came yeah, up awesome. and stated, he goes, I'm waiting for them to go down. Boom, it was 4 nothing, And that's he said, I all right, did. take Arizona now, plus 380, and they came back and won. That's exactly how I played that game, Gabe, because at Coors, things change so quick. Uh, I like Arizona at minus 130. Uh, I think that's a game that we'll be talking about in-game, too, when we're going to be doing the show later on at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Uh, and I also think the Rays might be worth a look tonight. I know it's the last game on the board, but McKay's been pretty good. Lauer, you know, you got you got paid 20 cents for 25 cents for a Rays team that still needs to keep on winning. Those are things that I've uh, I'm looking at right now. I'm probably going to lock in on about five or six. Yeah, I'm I'm big card Julio right now. I'm medium card Cam. Medium. I'm liking a lot. I'm looking. There's quite a bit that's jumping off the page, man. I don't have great success when I roll the dice with some of these underdogs, but I'm feeling it tonight. I, I'm going to take a shot with a couple. Of, I got some favorites, but I got some underdogs mixed in here as well. Um, pick number one, Cam. I'm going to go with your boy, Vargas. Oh, yeah, Philadelphia. Vargas. Yeah. I know Philadelphia are a fading team right now, but they're going to step up tonight. They're going to, you know, plus 126 on their home field tonight. Charlie Manuel, baby. Yeah, I'm going to make, I'm going to make the Phillies. I had a question mark beside. I'm going to make them on my card. I agree with you. Uh, Quintana's a good pitcher for the Cubs, but they're also on the road, and you got to lay 45 cents. I think uh, the Phillies at that price is going to be worth I'm not going to smash that game, but Vargas at home as a dog, I'm in. I don't know why I'm going to do this with the total. I always freaking lose these, but both these pitchers are pitching well, and the total is too high in my opinion. But, what, uh, Cubs and Phillies? No, the, uh, the Reds and the Nationals. I'm actually looking at the Reds as a dog tonight. I think I like Ross has. Joe, Joe Ross been pitching his ass off, Cam. He has. He's had a couple good starts, but I also know this guy. When things go bad, the wheels can really fall off. Wood's okay. Plus 115 for the Reds. I'm kind of looking at the Reds today. I haven't pulled the trigger yet, but it's something that caught my eye. We're going to be on opposite sides. I'm taking a Nats. Well, okay. Well, good luck to you. Uh, Ross, yeah, you're right, though. Ross has been a little bit better. Ten and a half, high total in that game. Yeah, tough game. That's a tough one. So the yeah, so the three dogs I'm talking. I think we're on the same page. So we disagree on that one. You you love the Reds. So the the, the Phillies plus one twenty six yep. underdogs. Um, Seattle Mariners sushi here tonight. Kakushi plus one forty two. Yeah, I'm, I'm like taking it, it. You like it raw? Yeah, plus one forty five. I'm going to avoid this game in general. I will say this though, uh, Boyd. The both things, what's dangerous about this game is the base on balls. Kikuchi gives up a lot of base on balls, and Boyd gives up home runs. That's a recipe for an over. And people, the reason it's nine, because you look and go, ah, oh, the Mariners, they can't really hit in Detroit. Well, that's a low total for an American League game with pitchers that put guys on. I think the over might be worth a look in that game. Dogs are barking, Cam. Phillies plus 126, Mariners plus 142, and let us not forget about the New York Mets. Yep. Mets Plus are going to be on the Plus 114, Zach Wheeler. Listen, the Braves are 6-4 and four against the Mets this year, so they're not, you know, they haven't owned them or anything like this. Our sorry to our boy Kyle Hamburg in Atlanta. Just, you know, we're, just, we're riding the Mets on this one, buddy. Mets yeah. just need to take two or three. Listen, the Braves, you got the division. You're up by eight. Let's get the Mets. Get a playoff game here. Mets make the playoffs. Um, I was thinking about the under here, too, in this game. I'm going to pass. I, I hate these totals. I'm tired of losing with the totals. I'll tell you another dog that looks very intriguing to me. 
lower on on the board. I'm looking, and it's a big dog, too, like a very nice price. Why the hell are the Angels, who are a horrible team that lost to the Pirates the yep. other night and actually got smoked? I get it. Canning's pitching. He's okay. But Williams, he could pitch. You know what? Screw it. The Pirates are making my card. That is a bad, bad line. That line should be a buck thirty for the Angels, not a buck sixty-five. I get the Pirates at plus one forty-five, probably plus fifty by game time. That's definitely worth a bet. Pittsburgh, yar. That'll be my dog. I know you're. I regret you're leaving dan- on the table dancing, last night. You're dancing at the sushi shop, and I'm going. Uh, I'm going to Sherman Williams tonight to repaint my house. I like Williams. Let's get it done. Sorry, Canning. Back to the fishery. Can't lay seventy uh, cents. So what about the? I'm already doing it. I hate that stuff. It's 3-2, and it's in the seventh right now. It often doesn't win. Like you said, it seems to lose more than it wins, Cam. Like when we go for the so-called safe parlay of the night. I'm not doing like it. What, like, is there one tonight? Like the ginger guard here tonight? Eh, uh, minus 220. Yeah, let's let's put something together, and I'll tell you what it pays. Are the Yankees going to beat the Orioles? Probably. Yes. Uh, yes. Means I'm been already on it. Yeah. So I have a parlay with the Astros. Yeah. So we go there. Astros, and Dodgers. Yeah, what's Astros, Dodgers? Minus 110. I'm talking about Astro, Astros game two with Cole. It's only minus 150. That's a great parlay. That's The Astros are not losing with Cole to Yvonne Nova. Minus 150, this? that's a good parlay. But Dodgers, I Yankees, Astros. Three best teams in baseball. Plus 143. I worry about Ginger uh, Ginger Garden. I know. That's why this pays the plus problem. 140. You know what? I'd rather lay the 50 cents. I like getting 40 back, but Yamamoto is not a bad pitcher. They're at home. Who knows if the Dodgers are going to take the night off. This may have yeah, a That's stop. the whole it's thing. They could dangerous. be disinterested and bored, right? Yeah. Like Very dangerous. Very you know, dangerous. What about Flaherty tonight against Sparkman? The cards? Yeah, Flaherty's actually, you want to talk about a guy that's been a lot better. Flaherty's been pitching very well um, against good teams as well. Sparkman at home, he's horrible. Uh, yes, uh, let, let's just say this. I would rather have the Cardinals at minus 270 than the Dodgers tonight in the parlay. I never win this, but let's just see what no, it let's is. Do, uh, let's let's, let's, let's just see a four-team banger. Let's put yeah, a four-team with the Dodgers. I got plus 230. Plus with. 247 here at the duel. Wow, that's even better. Dodgers, Cardinals, Houston game <laughs> yeah, two, and Yankees let's do it. Man. Twenty-five bucks even. Game, what's, what's that? Pay? Twenty-five will pay almost a hundred bucks. Oh no, sorry, eleven yeah. bucks. Sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I get a hundred eleven dollars back for that. Mm-hmm. No, no, wait. I'm. I yeah, no. I got that. Sorry. No, wrong. no, no. You get sixty something dollars back. Sorry. Right, yeah, yeah. Thirty. Yeah, yeah. Sixty-one ninety-four. So yeah. eighty-seven back. Yeah, 87. Oh, yeah, because you're putting the 25 in. You're not yeah, going six, to win 61. Yeah, yeah. so 80, 87 dollars. Yeah, not bad. I like the 111 better. No, yeah, you should you do. Know what? You should do two. Know what? You do two parlays. You do one with just the Yankees and Houston. But don't forget, yeah. I already have Houston in this game right now okay, that they're playing worry. with oh, the Yankees okay. coming up. Okay, then don't worry about it then. You don't need to. Yeah, I could you know double up. You could. But... No, I have I have them in this parlay here too. But I I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's plus two forty five now. Just went up to plus two forty five. As yeah. we say, parlays never win. Now we're going to four. Yes, <laughs> like I, know. I put four teams. 
I don't even know what the hell we're in. <laughs> I think the first message of the show is, hey, let's practice what we preach and we say good things. But anyway, I don't even mind losing a four-game one, though, because you're not going to go as hard units on it. You do less. You could do it for a quarter or a half unit, and it also pays plus 240. I like so, the plus money uh, aspect I, I, of it. That's what I'm talking about. If I lose it, it's not like I'm betting 100 bucks. I'll put 25 30 or whatever on it, right? So yeah, that, that makes it totally different. All right. I'm in. Make your yeah, picks, geez. buddy. Actually, I'll go first because you got a your your uh, BCM today, Big Card Morency. So I'm going to give you my place tonight. I like the a couple dogs. I like the Mets at plus 120. <laughs> Arizona, those snakes at minus 130. The Indians. I was going to do a sound effect, but it's politically correct. Plus 100. Tampa Bay minus 125. Uh, parlays that we like. Houston and the Yankees. Houston game two and the Yankees to minus 150. Houston Yankees St. Louis. Dodgers parlay to plus 240. You're on the clock, Marenzi. What do you got? Philadelphia Phillies, plus 126. Washington Nationals, minus 130. Cleveland Indians, minus 108. Seattle Mariners are uh, plus 142. The Fish Sticks. The Mets, plus 142. Let's go, Mr. Met. And the 14 Bangers. The Yankees, the Dodgers, the Astros, and the Cards. No way that loses. It's a lock, I tell you. All right, we'll be back at 8 o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Be crying about the parlay busters. Other than that, you're on your own made of winners to yours. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. If KFC, I'd I'd, I'd fall for it. You told me, listen, 250 bucks KFC for the next five years. I'm in. (laughs) I'd be like, all right. I got to be honest. I got to be honest. I had a bad app. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I love things that are so bad and good. Brentsy, it was crazy. So we go up to the cottage and they have this thing where you go parasailing, right? So it's 400 pounds max. So I wanted to go with one of my brother's kids, but the kid's about a buck 50 or whatever. Right. And I'm like 278, whatever. And actually I turned out, I was like 283. So I almost started crying. Like when I saw the scale, I go, sir, can we really like just negotiate? And we're only like 23 pounds over. He goes, sir, when you get into the air, if that thing snaps and you go through my boat, like we're all dead. I'm like, okay, I guess we can't do that there. But uh, he was really a stickler with his uh, weight restrictions. But uh, well, yeah, that's, it's probably a, it's a good, that's probably a good thing. I get it. Yeah. That's, 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 you know, he was trying to trying to save your life. <laughs> yeah. You don't want that guy to I've be wishy-washy, when I was younger, man. Yeah, I know. I did it before when I was thinner, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, uh, I'm a lot to bring up into the sky, Marenzi. I'm a big guy. All right, all right. Uh, so we're going to go to break in a minute. We'll hit the, the sports on the other awesome. side, but I had to bring up I had to bring up the uh, I had to bring up the Olive Garden deal. Oh, I really do feel like deal. Italian food right now. I really do. So do I. I'm I'm craving it, man. You had me at lasagna, meatballs. I'm in. Yeah, the salad, the breadsticks, everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, got to step an Olive Garden at the sports book there. 
it's great, Gabe. The shot that you have, I'm seeing people like going up to the window buying tickets too, right in the right corner. I could see them all, the, the ticket takers and stuff, right from the sign. Looks like everyone's having a good time. Yeah, we're under renovation here right now, so um, <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll have the we'll have the, the studio will be uh, will be completed will be completed uh, completed uh, shortly. Actually, in about uh, maybe maybe like next Monday type of thing. Not complete. Nice. But yeah, probably almost there. Actually, yeah. To be honest, I think uh, next Monday we're really we really are getting there. Um, well, you know, I think I might start wearing like you know nicer nicer shirts once the studio's ready. Now we got boxes around us and stuff. But now I didn't think I'd bring up Jeffrey yeah, Epstein on up. this program. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to look Whoa. like you, Mike. It took a turn. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think I'd bring up Jeffrey Epstein on the program. I didn't think he would either. But uh, oh. in one of his last in his last interview, he compares himself to Robert Kraft. <laughs> wow. Interesting comparison. I'm sure that, I'm sure that Robert Kraft is uh, just thrilled that he's in the news right now. <laughs> because in yeah. Epstein's last interview, he compared himself to Robert Kraft. And there's no difference what he did than what Robert Kraft did. Take the differ. Yeah, big difference.